everybody. It's your host, Ruthie of the Defiant Business Podcast, and we are well into season three, talking about the future of marketing. And today's episode is about what's next for podcasting. Now, <laughs> I don't know about you, but podcasting was hot to all of the people I talked to in 2019. I know it's been growing over the last few years and we've seen a lot of growth and a lot of different avenues, but wow, 2019 was like the year of the podcast. It seemed like everybody and their mom got a podcast. And that is why what's next is so important. A lot of people are doing the same thing with their podcast as everyone else. I think a lot of podcast hosts undervalue the value of what they have to say to their audience, which is why I focus on delivering solid consulting marketing advice to anybody who chooses to listen to this podcast, you know, because those are my clients, the, the consultants, consulting firms, the digital service providers, business service providers, those are the people that I work with. And those are the people who seem to value what it is that I have to say. So that is why I do that. I do my podcast this particular way. I, it is me talking a lot and I'm hoping that it's me educating a lot. So Back to podcasting in general, what sort of growth have we seen? Well, over half of Americans who are 12 and older have said that they've listened to a podcast ever, which is amazing. That's a huge, that's a huge step that we've taken. All right. More than half of Americans, uh, you know, Americans who would be cognizant of it have, have listened to a podcast in their life. That kind of marks podcasting as crossing over into the mainstream. One third of the same population, according to Edison's research, have reported listening to a podcast in the last month. That's huge. So that's 90 million monthly listeners. And when you choose to listen to a podcast, it's something that you click on. It's something that you want to hear. So even if you're not consistently listening the entire hour, it was something that you wanted to hear that's not necessarily the same as radio you may choose the radio station but it doesn't mean that you're consciously listening and let's be honest most of us tune anything we don't want to hear out if it's actually on so one of the areas of growth that they've seen is with celebrity podcasts and there's two minds about this celebrity podcast it does introduce the medium of podcasting to more people because they share on their social media or maybe their website that they've started this podcast and more people download the podcasting apps where you know podcasts like mine can be found if they're interested uh but then some of the top tier podcasters who aren't necessarily celebrities feel that celebrity hosts might be, you know, kind of dragging down podcasting. But overall, I think that it will have a positive effect if it introduces new people who've never listened to a podcast before to the avenue of podcasting. But if you look at any of the top podcasting platforms, you will see that celebrity podcasts take up about a good, I'll say they dominate the top 10 usually. Uh, 
where you find more traction as a business owner who has a podcast is not focusing on the top 10 for the whole platform, but focusing on the top 10 for your industry. If you are a business consultant, then you would want to have a podcast that dominates in the business category. You know, like, so the top 10, maybe not, but business category. I listen to podcasts to learn things. I'm not generally listening to podcasts for entertainment. So those business podcasts, sales, marketing, um, any of those are of interest to me. And those are the types of podcasts that I typically interview on. And those are the type of people that I typically want on my podcast. I've found podcasting to be an easier way to generate content if you don't overdo it. And it's super easy to overdo in terms of production and what you feel everybody wants to see or hear from your podcast. Also, it depends on how many steps you add to that production process. So in my case, I like to have the cleaned up transcript. I like to create images for it. Um, now, like I said, at the, uh, for our first episode, we're investing more in the video process. So my process is growing and thankfully I have my virtual assistant to help me out with a lot of that. And I have somebody who cleans up the transcripts for me, but I use a transcript software. So there's lots of ways to kind of tweak that process. And the more of a process you actually build it into versus just kind of doing everything, you know, willy nilly, the smoother it'll go for you. And you're less likely to skip steps or missteps. Social media is super important for podcasters. It's the most popular way for people to discover new podcasts, meaning I share about my podcast on Facebook and Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter. Somebody will come across one of my links and they will follow back to my podcast. So Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, Reddit. <laughs> Any of the social media platforms where your audience is, remember, that's what it's about. It's where your audience is, not where you like to be. So I mentioned this before, if Facebook is your jam, but your clients are on LinkedIn, then that's where you need to be sharing your podcast at if your podcast is of interest to your prospects. So 60% of listeners find out about new podcasts through social media. So social media will continue to be huge. So please, if you're a podcast host, don't forget to share your podcast on your social media channels. If you're a podcast host, I'd recommend that you kind of just templatize it out and, you know, create a few posts around your podcast episodes and then just schedule them so that way they go and you don't miss a beat. One of the big trends in 2019 was the growth of podcast ad revenue. And I think it was over $400 million. I think it was $430 million. So incredibly huge. And it's it's not a surprise to see that as podcasts increase in popularity, so we also see more ads as well. If you're a podcast host, keep in mind that your listeners might not mind ads too much, but keep the ads relevant to your content, what you're talking about, you know, you want to have, if you're a business consultant, then maybe a business platform or a CRM, those might be good ad spots for you to try and sell to other companies. Don't overdo the number of ads in your episodes though. And I'd recommend that you keep them short. 
some of the ads, you know, maybe they've run 60 seconds, but that needs to be a really well-written ad to run 60 seconds. If I were you and I was the business that you were selling those ads to or selling the ad spots to, I would say maybe 15, 30 seconds if you can manage it, if we can be concise and clever. Uh, and then maybe also tell them that because they sponsored uh, an ad in your podcast episode, maybe you'll also give them a link, right? And then that way the link is on the page. Anybody who hears the ad can go to the show notes and see that link there. That might be what I offer. If you enjoy podcasts, but you hate ads and you're like, no, ads are going to be the death of podcasts, just try and remember all of the work that goes into creating just one podcast episode for your host. By listening to the ads, you help support the podcast creator. Not to mention, if they keep their ads focused on things that you want to hear about, you may learn about a new product, a new service, or an event that interests you. I think that that's going to be a huge spot too. Eventually will be event marketing via podcast ads. The reason why? Well, many podcasts still don't charge a crazy amount for their ad spots. This puts podcast ads within the realm of the affordable for many small businesses. So if you're a small business who's trying to organize an event, then perhaps buying ad space or ad spots in a podcast where your target audience is the podcast host audience would be a great investment for you. I've seen podcast ad spots as low as $5. And of course, then they go higher to $300. But what would it cost for you to get that same sort of, you know, that same ad, that same audio out onto the radio, right? And then you're not even really sure what the like return on your ad spend is. Whereas if you do it with a podcast, you'll know that it's the right audience and people download and they're active and they're engaged with the podcast host on social media. So you, if you're promoting an event and you want it to do really well, you might even be able to work with that podcast host and see if you could get a link in the show notes in terms of getting people to these events. So I think that that is what's going to be next. Great collaborative and thoughtful ad placement in podcasts. I also think that we're still going to continue to see podcast growth. We're gonna start seeing more podcast failures and that is just dead podcasts that are floating around. And that's just because we're still seeing so much more growth, but then people realize that it's hard and so then they quit. So I think we're gonna to continue to see that. I think we're gonna see more people trying this short podcast format that we favor here at the Defiant Business Podcast. And I think that's just because it's a little different and anything you can do that's different these days to stand out as long as you're not offending your audience is a good thing. So yes, more podcast ads, but hopefully collaborative. And that is something you should think about for your own business. Um, more dead podcasts, podcasts that nobody is contributing to anymore, and possibly more podcasts in the short form. All right. That's been an episode of the Defiant Business Podcast. I'm interested to hear what you think is next for podcasting. So please comment, like, share, let me know your thoughts. Uh, and I can't wait to share the next episode with you.